Hold it now and watch the hood wink. As I make you stop, think. You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shally Swiss. I like the sushi because it's never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Big like Leanne rhymes because I'm all about value. But Kampfer's got the mad hits. You try to match wits. You try to hold me, but I bust through. You're gonna make a break, a take a fake, a take a stick, a take a duck, a chicken, and it's the finest of the flavors. You can see the show because then you know the vertigo is gonna grow because it's so dangerous. You'll have to sign a waiver. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You join us on a very, very, very special evening. We are going to be returning to a film franchise, but in a different guise. A long time ago, we had a plan. We came up with a film franchise called Redly Deadly. Yes, that's right. It was unbelievable. So we are going to be revisiting the Redly Deadly franchise tonight, yeah. but this time it's the video game tie-in. We're going to be populating an all-90s video game about Redly Deadly. It's going to be Redly Deadly, the video game. I'm so excited. We haven't been back to this franchise in ages. It's, um yeah, so it's the shameless cash-in. Like, the 90s film was um, incredibly popular. Obviously, yes, that, that was obviously never released, but it was incredibly popular. Yes, when it when it when it came out. Yes, um, and um, this is the the obvious cash in they made when they tried to get kids on board with an, a film that is clearly uh, too old for them. Um, we could, Duncan, Duncan, do you remember the Redly Deadly and how popular it was? Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I I remember the first film didn't fare too well. No, it was one of those ones like um, it was basically like a Kevin Smith film. It did enough money to uh, earn back its budget, um, and it made a couple of million profit at the box office. But it was Redly Deadly 2 that was was the epitome of, I mean, just a knockout hit. If you want to hear... It was the mirror of uh, the Under Siege films, where the first one was absolutely knockout hit, and Under Siege 2 was not quite quite as well, (laughs) (laughs) but was a cult classic. Hang on, how is that a mirror? Because the first one was the knockout, like so. There's yeah. no, the first one was yeah. the shit one. The yeah. sec, but the no. So, so Redly Deadly Two yeah, was the yeah. first one and we covered. Mirror, because yeah. if you put them together, then you've got like Under Siege Two is the rubbish one, and the Redly Deadly first one isn't as good. Oh, I see then, what yeah, you uh, mean. End. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. God, you clever bastard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is the <laughs> shameless video games that we're moving swiftly on. If you want to hear. Um, all about Redly Deadly 1 and 2. There are two podcasts that we did about these films that we obviously made up. And, and the idea of them was that we put together our crack action hero team of characters from movies of the 90s. And then we also did movies of the 80s as well. Mm. This one then is, as you said, Tom, the video game characters from the 90s. Yes. And we've got some very specific rules for this. Yes. So... Well, you have come up with some very specific rules for this. I, I wanted to, I wanted to make it a little the, tougher. The, what was uh, brilliantly was that they are very tough rules. They are yep. very clear rules. Yep. And yet, Duncan seemed to single-handedly <laughs> misunderstand all of the rules. <laughs> so uh, let's let's go through the rules then quickly. Um, they can't be a character from a movie tie-in. Okay. Now, what I mean by that is, if they are from a movie tie-in game, but they are a character. 
that was made famous by the game rather than by the film, that's allowed. Uh, they can't have been in a film, in a game that was released prior to the 90s. They can't be in a sequel. So, for example, there's no Mario on this list. Yep. One of the many reasons why originally Neo was a no-no. Neo was a no-no. There you go. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that's that's about it. I think those were the only two rules, thinking about <laughs> it. But they were quite steadfast. They were, mm. which is fair, fair play. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we need to decide is what kind of game this, this, this was. I think towards the tail end of the 90s yeah. was when you started to see the first glimpses of action RPGs. Yeah. So you reckon action RPG? Because your original idea was quite good, Tom. With the um, the side scrolling beat em up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so side scrolling beat em up, but with some RPG elements. In yeah, it. there you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, because Redly Deadly has always been genre defying. Yes. So the video game would be no different. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of villains, do we want just want to make it the red still? Well, <laughs> I mean, what about the red with, uh, uh, what's his name from Mortal Kombat, Shao Kahn? Oh, yeah, well, so, yeah. I mean, to be honest, this is the thing, but the villains need to have, I mean, there are so many, like, my, my list of, like, potential villains, Okay, there are some master villains. Like, let's, let's see what we've got. Kane from the Command and Conquer games. Oh, my God, he would totally be in charge. Kane, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he is—he's almost an immortal. Yeah, he's been—he—he he even says in one of the later Commander Conquer games, "I raised you from your mud huts and gave you the technology of peace that would become Tiberium." You know, um, is it Tiberium? Yeah, ti- not Tiberium. It's Tiberium. That's a shuttle in Star Wars. Um, yeah, Tiberium, because it go the, one of the red uh, red alerts is uh, Tiberium winter. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Is it Tiberian Winter? I thought it was Tiberian Sun. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's... One of. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a Commander Conquer obsessive, but also Kane was one of Stalin's advisors, mm. uh, and was actually the real power behind the throne of the Soviet Union. Um, but there's also people like Albert Wesker yeah. from the Resident Evil games. Oh my God! Yeah. There's Lichuk. The ghost pirate from Monkey Island. There's Goro. There's the syndicate from a the game, the syndicate, and also from um, uh, Streets of Rage. Absolutely, absolutely, oh my God, good yeah. one. So there's, all, all there's, these guys get together. There's from Star uh, from um, Nihilanth from uh, Half Life. Yeah, there's Wario. There's Wario. <laughs> And that was the first appearance of Wario, wasn't it? I mean, I this is one yeah. fucked up video game yeah. supervillain oh, team. Oh, um, Mr. Robotnik. Dr. Dr. Mr. Robotnik. I didn't spend seven years at evil doctor school. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik, sorry, yes. <laughs> mm. um, so, to, to, to carry on... Yeah. The, um, to carry on the Redly Deadly theme, Ooh, it, they do have more. to be the Reds. Yeah. But it's like an all, an all hero, like... Yeah. M. M. Bison as well. Oh my God! What? A, what? I mean, with his cape. Was he? He wasn't in the first one. His was he? fruity little cape. He was only in the second. No, one, he right? wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He's only in the second. Oh yeah. well, then he's not allowed. No, he was. He wasn't in the first one. But oh, so oh, so he can't be a sequel. But if he's in a sequel, if yeah. the first sequel is the first time he's appeared. He's, he's appeared. That's ah, fine. Yeah. Nice. Read okay. the rules, Tom. It's really clear. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Right. So who wants to go first? Who wants? To, who wants to put someone on this crack team to start with? Then. Can I go with someone really obvious? Go for it. Doom Guy. Doom Guy, yes. Now, he wasn't in a side-scrolling beat-em-up. No. But he is one of those guys. 
He's one of those guys. No, exactly. You, no. Well, you, you you sort of see that kind of. The, he, he's always alert, isn't he? Looking left and right. Yeah. Looking yeah. left and right. He's like literally like action man eyes. He's thrust into um, he a like situation. Amos. What? He does look he Amos, like from, Amos the Expanse, from, yeah. uh, the Expanse. He does look like <laughs> Amos from the Expanse. He's th- he's thrust into the middle of situations. Yeah. That he didn't ask to be. He's 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 almost you know kind of the right man in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You know, unlike other people, like, you know, who we can talk about later, who are the right man in the wrong place. The wrong, <laughs> the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. So I, I think each of these, I think it's done a bit, have you played any of the Injustice games recently? Where it's like, this is how they tie a story into it. So now you play as this character, now you play as this character. Yes. So I think that each of them gets a level. And I think... Doom guy's levels probably quite towards the end where he has to go to hell to receive to recover something. To, okay, so this yeah. is the thing. This is what yeah. the Red Deadly stuff has always been about. Yeah. Like, so the Reds yeah. are the enemy. Yes. What have they done that we're so pissed off about, or that the, the, the that needs to be sorted? Yeah. So thinking about nineties video games, yeah. it was always it was always incomprehensible. Yes. Especially with um, side scrolling beat 'em ups. Yeah, and it was quite they, okay. They for t- are either taking over the police force, the yeah. city, kidnapping someone's daughter, or unleashing deadly viruses everywhere. So I think I was, to do so. I was thinking they've opened a portal to hell. Like it was quite okay for the video game to be nothing to do with, to with the uh, the, the 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 film, especially in the nineties, for example. Yeah. So like I think that yeah they've taken over maybe they've taken over a. Um, a laboratory and then through that they've opened but a 90s laboratory because like with loads of glass tubes and bubbling beakers in the 90s you've got the whole uh, satanic panic thing as well and there was there was a lot of comics like spawn and and this this kind of ties in i think quite nicely with that also i like the fact that it has to be a 90s laboratory it has to be a 90s laboratory that's researching portal technology to end (laughs) i don't know that's created a I don't know something like a MacGuffin of some description, yeah. but for some reason, even though they're experimenting with portals, for some reason there's always some red liquid bubbling away in test tubes <laughs> just off to the side, and some yeah. guy with specs like staring really intently at them for no you, reason. You could make it a bit like um, the Alone in the Dark series, which is based on H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. So the portal could be some alien world Cthulhu type thing. Because I, I would also put because um, if we're having Resident Evil as some folk from there I think Alone in the Dark deserves a bit of cred because it was just before Resident mm. Evil and it had the same Resident it was like that precursor sure. of that fixed camera so, so angle. who's the character you put in from Alone in the Dark then? Emily Hartwood we need a ah. few I think there's going to be a few because well, you can be Edward Carnby mm. or Emily Hartwood yeah and uh, it might be nice to have another lady. Okay, so if Doom Guy brings his tough as nails, unflappable weapons knowledge yeah. to the IDKFA, fight, IDKFA, you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, IDDQD. Um, what does um, what does Emily Carnby bring to the table? What are her like skill sets? Like that's the thing. Like Sandra Bullock, like in Red Dead Deadly Two, bought to her character the uh, the net hacking because mm. she knew how to hack the net yeah. what does what does um emily can't be no emily hartwood um, oh, hartwood sorry. <laughs> yeah hartwood uh that's what i said she, i mean she's brainy and uh a, a puzzle solver and also seems to be a bit of a ninja apparently 
Simply so, system feet and, and utilize various weapons. Basically, she's the MacGyver. So brainy, <laughs> brainy puzzle solver to me says she's the one on the level where you're kind of in the woods and you've got to find the the alternate portal to wherever they've opened up to send Doom Guy into. But you have to do it with like a typical nineties, like really, you know how they did Torchlight. It yeah. would it would be that it it would be the level that everyone would would really fucking hate because it was yeah. really tough because all you had was like a little pinhole torchlight and a little like the character only had like a little like chalk duster set or Ooh, something like that with a little chalk duster set and she had to like you have to like sort of find the portal and it would take ages while you're being attacked by I don't know bats flying around or something fucking I crazy I kind of see uh, well I mean because we've also got to have to got to have Lara Croft I was about to say yeah. that's a perfect tie in with that with there Lara Croft yeah, yeah. So Emily and Lara are in the castle or somewhere and they're sort of doing the puzzle bit. But then when it's the serious agility going whoa, 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 yeah. to do the portal, then that's Lara. Yeah. Maybe that's the Ready Player Two character. Yeah, like yeah, one, yeah. one of you is Emily, one of you is Lara. If not, they just default to like an AI one that or follows you around or and you, fucks or you, you just off. take it in turns or something like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I, yeah. So I think I think you're right. I think you've got to have. Lara Croft in there as well. Yeah. Um, and as a result, yeah, she's so Emily gets her to the portal and then there's like you see this this giant like chasm with there's like handholds on on the walls and stuff. And uh suddenly you hear her and Lara swings yeah. into yeah. Swings into view, jumps out to you know kills kills some kind of creature on the other side with her two pistols. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And and then turns round and says yeah. something like, I don't know, shocking. Something like that. <laughs> oh my god, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so spunky. Yeah, and then that. So this is the I'm portal. So spunky. Maybe this is the portal to bring uh. back Doom Guy. So they have to open an, a portal to an alternate universe where Doom Guy is currently held. The first ep- The first level yeah. is you as Doom Guy. Yeah. Or two Doom Guys, depending on whether there's two of you playing. Yeah. And at the end of it, yeah, you're just clearing up stuff that's been yeah. going on, and then you get sucked into the portal. And immediately it comes in on, em- and the only person who can find him is Emily Hartman or what, yeah. Hartwell. Or I can't remember what it was now. Hartwood. Hartwood. It was only a wee nod. She doesn't have to be that much into it, but it was just because you know she could even tie in and follow. Uh, I take it. Are we having Leon from Resi? Um, obviously, we're having Leon S. Kennedy on this. Yeah. So maybe her and Leon, because she does fight zombies, obviously, and it would be nice as a nice. A twosome, unless you want a nice threesome, and it's um, someone else from Resident Evil along with her. So, uh, so here's here's a thought, right? Wesker has set zombies upon a city to create a distraction whilst all the really evil stuff's going on. So you've got. <laughs> so the really evil stuff is basically just trying to take over a '90s laboratory that's yeah. researching portal tech. But Wesker has thought. The best way to distract people from what I'm doing over we, here, we need. There's like a is we to need, cause a plague apocalypse. There, there's a we, we need more time moment, and then you see the shadow of Wesker in the in the in the doorway, and he walks forward, and you see the sunglasses. I've got like, an idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then he sets that upon, and then that's where Leon S. Kennedy, who has the worst luck in the world, is is just happens to be in the middle of it with Emily Hart. You must yeah. be the master of unlocking. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's that's where that comes in and then maybe we could introduce mr x as well uh, as like uh 
to be like like the, the big bad on that level as well so yeah so yeah Leon S. Kennedy was going to be my choice actually because it's Leon S. Kennedy I fucking love him so. uh, Resident Evil 4 Leon S. Kennedy can't be Resident Evil 4 Leon S. Kennedy it's oh, be Resident Evil be. 2 Leon, Leon S. Kennedy okay so it's it's my first day yeah it's my, <laughs> I can't I can't work out what to do it's my first day yeah exactly yeah 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 that's that Leon S. Kennedy yeah like, so maybe it's set directly after Resident Evil 2. I'm Leon S. Kennedy, RPD. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Leon S. Kennedy's in there. He's fighting zombies with Emily Hartman. It's my first day. It's his first day. and The walls uh, are closing in. And the walls are closing in. Yeah. And um, he, Emily Hartman then's got the idea. Of, they, they make it to the building where they've got to make it to eventually. It's my first day. It's his first day, yes. <laughs> And then um, he's, um, that's when they, they, they find something where they go, well, we need some kind of like archaeology expert for this. And then that's where Ernie Hartman hands off to Lara Croft. And then Lara Croft hands off to Doomguy, basically, to bring him back. From so the lots ball. of people are getting hands off. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Yeah, cool. Fine. Shotgun Lara Croft. Shotgun no. Leon, I'm fine yeah, with that. It's, cool. it's my first day. It's his first day. Cool. Can we move on from Leon now? Because <laughs> yeah. if Tom does that one more time, I'm going to throw a bottle at him. Um, so it's... it's going to be a recurring motif. Basically, oh. everyone's going to be like, Leon, you haven't said anything. It's because it's my first day. That's, that's <laughs> it. It's just going to be that. Um, can I uh, suggest another hero if Brilliant. it's okay to do so? Um, I think we're going to need some more people with brains. Yeah. So it's a bit of a double act. Okay. Um, Toe Jam and Earl. Un- yeah. <laughs> Unintentional yeah. saviors of the world. Yeah. Um, but both equally good detectives in their own right. It's George Stobart and Nico from the Broken Sword games. Okay, so you're going to have to explain this to me because I don't know anything about So those. the Broken Sword games were point and click adventure games I towards the tail this, end yeah, yeah. of, uh, sorry, mid 90s. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so after. After all the massive success of games like, you know, um, Monkey Island mm. and Day of the Tentacle, you know, the point-and-click adventure games were like LucasArts made really mm. safe then. Um, I can't remember who, which company it was, but a uh, game, Broken Sword, was made. Mm. And you played uh, an American journalist called George Stobart, who was on holiday in Paris. Um, the first game was suffixed, uh, its title was suffixed, The Shadows of the t- Shadow of the Templars. Yeah. Um, and basically, you uncovered a Templar conspiracy, and you worked with this French. Um, uh, I think she was an investigative reporter as well, called Nico, mm. who eventually becomes a love interest, but is also a fantastic character in their own right. It was brilliantly written. It was fabulous um, artwork. Um, it was very much '90s of its time. Uh, spawned about three more sequels after that, um, but I just think they're brilliant. They're great. They're very human. Very lovable, very funny, great little double act, really good kind of back and forth humour and, and stuff like that. Um, I think they'd make a fantastic uh, little point and click uh, element to it. But, you know, like, like a 90s video game kind yeah. of thing. It would just come in inexplicably. There would just be one where you had to do a little point and click stuff. Um, use mouth on pipe, <laughs> you know, sort <laughs> of stuff, that kind of thing. Scum engine type. So I think you have little nods in this as well. Um, for example, I think uh, some like famous cars turn up. So like you've got the car from like Daytona USA, for example. Ooh, <laughs> love it. Yeah, little, little stuff like that. Um, it's my first day. I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, and then you can get the because there was a Lotus 
uh, race game that was classic. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, it was Lotus Racer, I think. Um, you could get a nice classic Esprit or Elan. Yeah. An Esprit, because that's. But, but I'm, I'm thinking ones that are related to video games. So like, yeah, it is, a, it is yeah. a video game. It was on the Amiga 500. Now, well, there we go then. <laughs> um, I think I think there's a scene where you turn one corner and you see Tony Hawk uh, beating up zombies with uh, a skateboard. I fucking love that. Yeah, um, like little nods to, to games that can't really be included. Uh, Michael Jordan dunking a flaming flaming uh, basketball onto one of them. <laughs> that kind of thing as well. I love the idea that um, Tony Hawk like is in it literally just as a cameo, yeah. battering someone to death, and then like doing a kickflip and an ollie and like just yeah. disappearing. I'll see you later. <laughs> and, just... and the score comes up on the screen as he's doing. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he gets run over by a car. Something like that, yeah. Oh, sad. (laughs) Next up then, Duncan, what you got? Uh, Duncan. (laughs) This is Clem Fandango there. This is Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? (laughs) What's happened? Has he gone? I don't know. We're still recording, right? We are. I'm really confused. Yeah. So, uh, so Duncan has um, has had to go offline for a moment. So we just figured that we put on uh, some music and look at the gallery of uh, work that people have sent in. I think it's fair to say that works really well on a podcast. Absolutely. So, yeah. Let's uh, have a look at this first piece of artwork, Dan. It, it's what looks like a um, uh, a small Pac-Man-like figure yeah. with seven legs. Yes. And what looked like two arses. I can only imagine what the uh, person was thinking when they drew this for us. What well, are your thoughts? Um, I think it looks... its Well, I think it's beautiful, really. I think it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I think the fact that it's been drawn quite clearly in deer blood, um, I think that works really well for it. It's interesting that you would say deer blood. What, what, what makes you so sure this is, in fact, deer blood? Because <laughs> I drew it. Ah, yeah. right. Well, let's have a look at the next picture as we yeah. move along our oh, this imaginary one. wall. This one, it, I mean, it might look like it's just a smear of shit down the wall, but I think if you look really deeply at it, I think you'll know what it's all about, really. It is. It's very deep, isn't it? And yeah. In fact, um, the nutty tones uh, yeah. only serve to bring out what I think the artist is trying to uh, uh, comment on the madness col- of the world as we see it with the uh, various political statements the, that are obviously the bit of corn in that bottom right hand mm. corner obviously um, the one ray of sunshine I'd, I'd imagine that's meant to represent Nigel Farage ah oh, absolutely like, yeah. yes we're surrounded by people with milkshakes absolutely <laughs> yeah, definitely, yes. yeah that would be good and at the top you can see there's like a particularly um, thick kind of consistency there yeah. i think that's meant to represent the issues currently in guatemala it certainly does get more syrupy uh does that I mean, end, I it? don't lick it no yeah. okay and uh, our final bit of artwork yeah. today is one that i've been looking forward to showing you all week it is what looks like a uh, small carrot yeah. being inserted into a um kind of puckered opening i'm not entirely sure what it's supposed to signify um, but uh, I don't know maybe it's something to do again another political statement about I don't know maybe we're the opening maybe the government and their taxes are the carrot I'm not sure um, I don't know I'm, maybe, I'm open to yeah. interpretation. No, well, it looks like that could be your anus oh absolutely yeah, yeah, definitely. There we go. Yeah. Quite, it looks quite slack it so, does yes. well doesn't look like it's the first carrot yes that's for sure but yes and uh, so. oh sorry I've just been text here um, by the um, podcast Watchdogs, yeah. who've said, um, "Stop playing fucking stop vision playing. on." <laughs> yeah. 
stop playing uh, vibraphone music yeah. and uh, doing lewd impressions of Tony Hart's gallery wall. Oh, poor old Tony Hart as well. God, absolutely. we shouldn't do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's let's change it up a bit while we're waiting. I don't know how much of this I'll use, but but if I end up using some of it, that's that's fine. Absolutely. Of course, let's get back on track, shall we? So let's we talked about track. Tony Hawk as well. Killing zombies. Yeah. Let's just be completely honest. We have a bit of a break. Um, some of which you might hear at some point mm-hmm. at this point. Um, some of which you might not once I've listened back to it and see how, how yeah, see whether it's worth, see if it's, see if it's listenable, basically. But uh, yeah, it, it, there's some fun stuff we recorded while uh, Duncan had to go I and I think you'll find that some of the stuff we did was beautiful. It was gold. It was gold. Yeah. It's gold dust. Yes. Let me, like, if you're a fan of All Star by Smash Mouth, yes. then you'll love that. Or One Week by the Bare Naked <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, or you sent us any fan art. That, that's gone down the trees <laughs> as well. Um, right. So back on track. Let's, right. get, let's get serious about this. Freddy Deadly, very serious. Who's up next? Who's got a character they want in this film? I'm going to go in um dry this this is <laughs> <laughs> this might be controversial but i don't think it is uh, i'm go gonna on. say solid snake oh, that isn't controversial it's not controversial i think you want him on any team pretty much um yeah. so the the con- controversy comes from the, the fact co- the controversy con- <laughs> the controversy <laughs> comes from um him being in a game that wasn't very widely released i think it's fair to say it was released on the NES and a console called the MSX2 in, I think, 87, 88, something like mm. that. Or it could have even been 89. And then it came out in the... And the first Metal Gear, which was called Metal Gear, mm. came out in... Uh, yeah, it came out in the UK on, like, the Commodore 64 in 1990. Um, but really, everyone knows it from... Uh, and those solid from metal gear solid and though that game sort of does reference an uh, an earlier backstory it doesn't follow on from the original game it's like you don't need to know it because when i first played that game i didn't know that there was a game earlier until sort of later on no i don't think anyone Um, did i mean was was metal gear a kojima game what by hideo kojima (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think so. I think it was one of his early ones. I but I mean, Metal Gear Solid certainly was. See, so, it was, so that's the thing. Like, burrowing in. <laughs> just so, so the point is that Metal Gear was like, you know, it was almost like a military stealth kind of game, wasn't it? Like, mm. it, you know, get, yeah. going into bases and stuff, which was which was all kind of like quite keeping of the time. So something happened to Hideo Kojima between Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid that turned him what doctors call batshit mental <laughs> and turned him into one of the most egotistical individuals that feel like they have to constantly remind people that they're playing a Hideo Kojima game even to the point of putting themselves in the game like, it's just crazy and yeah. something called Hideo Vision as well Hideo Vision oh my god yeah that was the way you beat one of the bosses was you actually switched either your memory card around or your the controller you played played it in a different port. Oh, yeah. you did. You, you t- it was to beat. Um, I can't remember the name of the ninja. The psychic one. Psy- uh, a psycho mantis. Uh, yeah. I think it was that you had to. Then I can't see you. Yeah, yeah. You had to put the controller into uh, the the number two controller port to yeah. to win. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, oh, just quickly, as an extra bad guy, you kind of do want Liquid Snake. 
Yes. He was very good. Mm. He was a hardcore nut job. Yes. Can you have Venom Snake as a as an evil one as well? Because he's got a cool backstory now. Venom Snake has a great backstory. But was he technically in the nineties? Because he's not in he was Metal in, Gear. He was in. So Venom Snake. Venom Snake is essentially the bad guy in Metal Gear Solid Two, isn't he? Was he in Sons of... Oh, is that Sons of Liberty? Or is that just Metal... I can't remember. There are so many. So many of them. Anyway, we could get bogged down in the Hideo Kojima lore. Of it all. Of yeah. it all. Uh, but yeah, I think... I mean, obviously, Solid Snake obviously has to be... Yeah. You know, like, big boss. He has to be. This is the this is the one instance I think we'll we'll just look past the... We're not looking past it. Like, he was in, he was in a game that didn't have a wide release in this country. So, as a result, I think we can let him off... Uh, this and say that the first game that he was truly in was Metal Gear Solid. Absolutely. As a cultural reference, yeah. Yeah, yes. I think I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, to let that one go. Who now, thanks to the Redly Deadly video game that we're creating and yeah. sending back in time to the 90s, uh, he will finally be in a very big game mm. before Metal Gear Solid comes out. Yeah. So people are like, oh, it's him again. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do we have him sort of trying to infiltrate the lab to stop? Yes, yes, the that's other exactly bit? it. Yeah, he'll be in the he'll be in the stealth suit though. He'll like already be there. He'll be like a sleeper agent who even you know is 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 aware like there's just too many of them. I can't. I've got to stay here as a as a you know sort of like a shadowy uh, you know I've got to stay in the shadows until everyone else arrives mm. like Doom Guy and Emily Emily Hartman is it Hartman Hartwood Hartwood. Yeah, I'm going to keep going back. And Leon, obviously. It's his first day. You know, he's got to get involved. <laughs> no, obviously. It's, it's my first, first day. day. Yeah, it's yeah. my first day. Yeah. It's all gone wrong. It's my first day. <laughs> um, uh, so, can I bring in a triple threat? Go here. on in. Three of them. Three goodies yeah. from, you know, a, a, a brilliant beat-em-up. Yeah. Scorpion. Yeah. Sub-Zero. Yeah. And Raiden. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got to get them three in. Sure. Then I'm going to add the one that I was going to add from Mortal Kombat as well yeah. then. I think Johnny Cage fits naturally into this game. Yeah, man. So I think I think you have Johnny Cage. But yeah, I think that maybe they're summoned from another dimension as well to to, to fight. Because they're, 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 they're not from... They're, they're ethereal, aren't they? Who? Uh, they are meant to be the uh, yeah. They're from the other world. I think yeah. Sub Zero is a demon as well. Yeah, Scorpion certainly is assassin demon. So yeah. Scorpion's an assassin demon. Sub Zero is a member of the Lin Kuei yeah. ninja clan, uh, and Raiden is God. He's a god. Yeah, yeah he, he is. A, he is a true ethereal. So Raiden would be summoned down to help out. Would they? I would have Morally Raiden going though, in they? with Doom Guy because like Ooh, yeah. I'm coming in. Oh, I'm god. a god. Boom. Sent my toenail back. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Dan's just really hurt himself. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, You're right. Yeah, I'm fine. I just completely did it accidentally. Oh my god, that's fine. It's all good. He literally bent his toenail back <laughs> like so hard. <laughs> Everything's okay. It's all good. Yeah, don't worry. So, what are you going to say? Start, start again, Duncan. Sorry. Uh, Raiden, um, you would want with Doom Guy. Yes. Uh, because he's a god going into portals is his kind of thing so I can imagine sassy dialogue between the two of them as well can you? Yeah. all I can imagine from Doom guys uh. yeah 
<laughs> does Doom guy say anything? No, he goes, ugh. Even when he can't it. open a door, he goes, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Bumps well, into a wall, ugh. Maybe that's the joke of it all, that Raiden's quite talkative throughout the whole thing and then Doom guys. But I'm, I want Raiden, to, I don't want Raiden to have like a godly ethereal voice. I want him to sound like he's from Peckham or Streatham or something like that. Just <laughs> well, ridiculous. No, I think it's voiced by Christopher Lambert or, from the movie. Well, maybe. Or he sounds slightly like Jim the Dragon. So there's just great, oh, that's so, <laughs> I don't think we'll be able to open that door. <laughs> Do <you>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, on, push it harder. Could, also, part it's of so that, strong. that part of that team, BJ Blaskowitz as well. Uh, the hilariously <laughs> named BJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> uh, yeah, from Wolfenstein. I think he just kind of turns up as a little nod to. He's hanging out with the other guy from the first person shooter. Absolutely, but yeah. then if we are going to go for first person yeah. shooters, yeah. we have to go for the person yeah. who would partner Who's up we would, who would partner up with Johnny Cage yeah. fantastically because yeah. they pretty much look exactly the same oh, it's yeah, yeah. Duke Nukem yeah exactly so you've got zombies running around Hollywood yeah man and Johnny Cage just like you see him being chucked out of like th- this movie set like literally goes through the wall of one yeah. basically and then he lands at the feet and looks up and like he's, he's on one I knee I came to kick ass and chew bubblegum yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on one knee and he gets the hail to the king, baby. <laughs> yeah. And there's Duke, Duke Nukem with two guns. Just like, yeah. And I'm you, back, baby. Yeah. And you can play as Johnny Cage, who is the up-close guy who can do, do us all like the hand fighting and stuff. Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, kind of. And then you've got uh, Duke Nukem, who's like the range guy. So with Johnny Cage, obviously yeah. comes a love interest in the shape of Sonya Blade. Yeah. So, because he totally bones Sonya. Yeah. And they have a child together, don't they? Do they? I don't know. I, don't, I, think, I, don't. I think that's like the expanded, yeah. like everything that's carried. Like, well, fucking hell, we're at Mortal Kombat 12 now, aren't we? Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck me. He's still alive. I thought Johnny Cage died at the end of the first one. I thought that was the well, thing. They, they seem to die in every fight, so, you know. Just actually while we're on it, one of my, two of my favourite characters from Mortal Kombat were the um, cyborgs, Kyrax and mm. something. Uh, Styrax and Kyrax? <laughs> Maybe that's what they're called. Who were. Um, who were robot ninjas from the Lin Kuei clan who were hunting Sub-Zero down. And it was literally, one of them was red and then the other one was the exact same character model, but in yellow. And that was it. And they were two characters in the new game and everyone was just like, what? They just, they do exactly the same thing. There's (laughs) nothing, there's no difference between these guys. Uh, What a waste of time. Right. Yeah. So we've got... um, the Hollywood contingent, which is Johnny Cage and um, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Yeah. I'm back, baby. Yeah, for the Hollywood level. Yeah. Yeah. Ha 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 It's my first day. <laughs> We've got um, the, the two trying to track down the um, vaguely paranormal text to send Lara Croft in to retrieve Doomguy and Raiden. Yes. Um, so I'm going to... let's Let's get... The, uh, the the Chinese uh, Japanese market involved in this as well and let's get some characters from uh, that. well we've got I suppose we've got Raiden um, let's get Chun-Li in Chun-Li yeah nice not mm. in Street Fighter 1 in Street Fighter 2 right which was released in the 90s Street Fighter 1 released in the 80s yep thought we weren't allowed no we, we are See, wait, but Street Fighter 2 because she only that was her first in... game uh... yeah I wanted Chun-Li in anyway Chun-Li, okay. Chun-Li. Yeah, I wanted Chun-Li in. Chun-Li is awesome, an awesome character. And Can we also have uh, E-Honda? 
Was that his... E Honda? Because was... then you can just go around bitch slapping. Oh my god! So, so, so we want E Honda and Chun Li. Yeah. Uh, to keep on with the Asian market, yep. then, I mean, I, the only one I can really remember from Tekken is Yoshimitsu, but that's because he's one of my favourite characters, and he has that stupid suicide uh, attack that takes half your life, but also does a really good impact. But I like Yoshimitsu, who was like that robotic ninja samurai. He was a samurai. Yeah. So nice. let's 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 build up a little force then, shall we? Because we've got Chun Li and E Honda, Yoshimitsu, um, and who else can we put in? Can there? it all be really badly dubbed? Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, so it's done like a, a kung fu film. Absolutely. Okay. Fair Just enough. that level. I mean, yeah. All three from um, Streets of Rage and yeah. Streets of Rage Two, both nineties games. I double checked. <laughs> I, I can't have Final Fight. I can have uh, Final Fight Two or something. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, I, I think. Um, oh, Liu Kang as well from Mortal Kombat. Then, if, we, if we're throwing mm. Mortal Kombat characters, okay. Yeah. So we are going full Eastern market here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But this is like that. I find let's just course. go for every single franchise that was big in the Eastern well, market. A lot's going on all around the world, so we need um, characters from all around the world as well. We um, need someone from Brazil. We need someone from Brazil. Why? What are you thinking? Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Blank is the only one I Blanca. can think. Of. Yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. So in there, after this, we need to move away from Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, though. <laughs> I can do that in one fell swoop. Go on then. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, dead or alive. <laughs> okay, we're moving away from. <laughs> yeah, we're going to move away from yeah. that. Yeah. Also, the um, the the more bouncy the fighting games, the uh, yeah, we need to move on. Moving on. Yeah. Um, the so it's all about portals. Yeah. And there's a laboratory. Yeah. Where the experiments get out of hand. Yeah. There is only one person. Yeah. Who can and has demonstrated their ability to survive against all odds. And save the world, only to find themselves sequestered away mm-hmm. for decades to become the right man in the wrong place. Yeah, but he—it all started at Black Mesa. Yeah, I knew this is where this is going. Gordon yeah. Freeman is one of the only characters in the '90s that has direct, alongside Doom Guy, yeah. direct experience of portal experiments gone wrong. Yeah, and and I think Black Mesa could be where it all starts as well. I mean, it could be Black Mesa, which is the yeah. which is where it all begins. It's like, and Doom Guy just like you know he he comes down from Mars and goes down to you know oh my God, not again, <laughs> you know. But Gordon Freeman, man, I mean, and with Gordon Freeman comes the G Man, yeah. That sort of shadowy government involvement, yeah. Is he a friend? Is he a foe? Yeah. You know, there's that brilliant line in in episode two, Half Life Two, episode two, where G Man says. Um, was it something like there was a there was a time when they cared nothing for Miss Vance? He's referring to the Vortigaunts, you know, where their only experience of humanity was a crowbar coming at them down a steel corridor. <laughs> now vivid imagery. It's like yeah. I mean, I remember fucking playing Half Life when it came out. Yeah, yeah. I, but my dad got a new computer, and with it came Half Life. I hadn't really even heard of it before then. I'd seen like a couple of I'd seen like a couple of videos, like gameplay, like gameplay videos. Yeah, I had no idea how fucking unbelievable it was going to be it was so good like it just came out of nowhere but he's the man gordon freeman is the fucking man survives against all odds rescues loads of scientists and eventually goes into an alien dimension and kills the guy holding it you know the nihilanth and kills him and takes you know and then gets 
put into stasis by the G-Man. So yeah, so about halfway through, <laughs> so about halfway through this, all hell breaks loose, right? Yes. Dimensions start merging. Um, the, the the whole game goes crazy. Yeah. And Leon start, just can't believe it's his first day. No, this is happening on his first day. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's my yeah. first day. It's his first day, exactly, yeah. And uh, Doom Guy puts the tablet in the <laughs> hole or whatever it is that's happening. And um, all of a sudden, dimensions start merging and we get weirder and weirder characters start turning up from all over the video game universe. Um, and there's, Does that mean we get Kyle Katan suddenly launching in in a spaceship? Yeah. Oh my god! I totally fucking forgot about Kyle Katarn from the, from the Star Wars universe, but not a character from the movies, which is what we said was allowed. Kyle Katarn definitely is on this list, one hundred percent, and the Multi Crow. That is so awesome because yeah. it is the Multi Crow at that point. It isn't is, it? yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the Raven's Claw. Yeah, fighting I don't know whoever the fucking bad guy is in Jedi Knight Two with the weird eyes. The weird thing on his eyes, you know, the really thin strip over his eyes. What's his fucking name? Um, uh, Jerick. Yeah. Jerick. Yeah, comes to join the forces for, for evil. And, so, yeah. but with the power of the Valley of the Jedi. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Kar Katarn from, from Dark Forces. So that's pre-Jedi. So yeah. that, that's basically mercenary Kar Katarn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Who I, just, I think would, would be pretty good at helping uh, Freeman yeah. and uh, or Snake because he does. Uh, he's not really doing the infiltration, but he is that kind of kind of thing. I, he's not probably going to be very good going no. through a portal and facing demons. Let's face it; it's beyond, it's beyond his ken. No, no, definitely, <laughs> and it starts getting weirder as well. Like things that no one had ever seen before start turning up. All of a sudden. There's this flash of lightning. Coolio's <laughs> Coolio's Gangster's Paradise starts playing, and then there's a blue hedgehog that's just turned up. Oh there. God! Sonic's got to be in this, but it's like it's it's real Sonic with with the eyes joined up and everything. No, it's movie Sonic. No, I'm joking. Oh yeah. fuck no, no, yeah, dumpy little Sonic. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's Sonic was on my w- list. Yeah, Sonic's got to be there. Yeah, he's he's like outside of Mario who was really a character of the 80s, he is probably the most visually recognisable video game character of the 90s. Yeah, he's got to be there as well. And he comes yes. in riding Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, weird. that's, that's a, some weird animal on there's animals. A, there's sort a of... scene where, like... Scene, it's not a film. There's a level where you can play as Yoshi or Sonic, and Sonic's just bumping into them, and as they get knocked up, as Yoshi, you can eat them. Ah, nice. So, yeah. I like that. Uh, okay, so if we're if we're going down that route, then oh, yeah. you also they they'll need someone who can reach high places. So you yeah. get James Pond Robocod. Obviously, yep. James Pond Robocod's got to be but in this as well. Preferably going around in the bathtub, which kind of made him invulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I was thinking there's got to be the a scene where um a scene like a, a level. Which the whole world is riding on Alex Kidd winning um, of Paper, Scissors, Stone. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, technically, Alex Kidd was the 80s, so take that back. But yeah. So, Alex Kidd's not in it. So sorry. Much, there was sorry. so much promise. Sorry, guys. There was so much promise. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there should be a great level where if it's two player, if it's one player, you're Moldy Crow. If it's two player, 
you're the Maldi Crow and the helicopter from Desert Strike. Jeez. <laughs> oh, God, I, I remember those Desert games. Strike I do fun. remember those games. We, we, we mentioned it on last week's part, to be fair. So, But yeah. So who else we got? I've got another hero. Go for it. They say that heroes come in many shapes. Okay. And not all of them are heroes in the sense that they are competent. Um that they even know when the best, you know, what the best comeback is or anything like that. Like the best way to deliver a pithy line. But sometimes heroes have greatness thrust upon them. And I can think of no better hero in that situation than Guybrush Threepwood. (laughs) (laughs) The unwitting pirate whose only redeeming feature, it seems, is that he can hold his breath for 10 minutes. (laughs) Maybe um, there's a, maybe there's an underwater level. There's got to them. be an underwater level, you, a yeah. timed underwater level. Yeah. In fact, this is the one that everyone gets fucked off with because this is the underwater oh level, just God. like in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where the worst level was or the one we had Sonic to swim Hedgehog. around. Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, all done. Yeah. It's yeah. It's mm. got to be Guybrush Threepwood because he's hilarious. He is. I think. It, yeah. Maybe there's a spitting contest in it as well. Yeah, and um, shouldn't there also be? I mean, as one of the villains, should be. Uh, what's the? LeChuck. Yeah. Is it LeChuck? It's the, the ghost, ghost pirate Lee yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, he's quite a scary villain. He is. Yeah. Cool. Um, no one's mentioned Final Fantasy yet. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, so I couldn't possibly. That, that's why I've not mentioned. Oh, <laughs> and also, they do. I I don't know how continuous they are, mm. and I I didn't feel brave enough. <laughs> No, so I know. I mean, Cloud Strife's the obvious one, isn't it? But like, I don't know enough to to say that I would put them in this team. Uh, we will be getting a lesson on Final Fantasy in, in the coming weeks. Let me put it that way, because I've I've arranged for someone to come on the pod to talk, teach us all about Final Fantasy and, and everything that happens. In it. Can we in- say that there will be a suitable Final Fantasy person in? Redly Deadly. Once yeah. we know which yeah, one is the yeah. best one to put there's in. like a, there's a shape with a spiky haircut and a giant sword, and it's just like yeah. this blank space, and it's, it's just filled by whoever we deem best for it. See, Final Fantasy is one of those game series that has almost completely passed me by. Yeah, same. Um, the only one that I've been vaguely tempted to play now is Final Fantasy VII because the HD remake is available on the Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, by the way, I'm still obsessed with. With the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're going to be doing another episode, which is me and Tom confessing how wrong we are. Like, so Russ is going to be off for a few weeks, basically. It, it's all good, as far as we're aware. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... So, so we, we've, we've had to come up with contingency plans for what we're going to be talking about. One of which will be mine and Tom's apology for, this, for, for the couple of years, I think it was, that we bashed the Switch before it came out. All justifiable. I suppose so. I suppose so. Mine's where's mine? It's in here somewhere. <laughs> Have you got? Is your switch in here? Yeah, somewhere around here. Yeah. Play a quick game of Marek up for you. Uh, no, right. Quick yeah. question. I know yeah. we're getting deviated off topic, yeah. but do you have a lot of games for it? Yeah, a few. Yeah. Do you have actual cartridges of them, or do you? I or... have five cartridges. Oh, what games have you got? Okay, right. Uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, really? Uh, Pikachu. Yeah. Um, Super Smash Brothers. Okay. Uh, uh, Zelda. I love Zelda. It's very good. And um, I've got Mario Odyssey. You've got Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. I haven't got Odyssey yet. Odyssey's really good. Yeah. That's why I've been spending, putting a lot of time into it. So I bought, I, so I have Skyrim. Yeah. Obviously. 
because I've fallen asleep with it and it's landed on my <laughs> head more than enough times. Yeah. I have Zelda. Yeah. I have Undertale. Yeah. I have I've got Ma- Undertale as well. Undertale is great. Yeah. I have yeah, yeah. um I have Mario Kart. Yeah. I have the Outlast games on the Switch. Oh really? Which is great to yeah. play on that little screen. Um and I have uh what was it I just bought recently? It was just um uh what the fuck was it? Can I recommend a game? Yeah. Ding Dong XL. I've heard that's good. It's 89 pence, and it is amazing. Yeah. Fair dues. Right. Well, that's the next one I'm going to get, yeah. but I can't remember what the other one I'll, was. I'll give you a little matter. game of it before before we go tonight, but yeah. Okay. It's really good. Um, and what's the Well, other I've one? got to go oh, soon, so yeah. we better hurry up. Stardew Valley as well is the other one I bought on the Switch, but yeah. Um. Okay, so any more characters for any more? Who do we have? Earthwind Jim. Uh-huh. Earthworm Jim. Comes, He's such a groovy guy. Comes swinging in with... Um, the 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 little knight from Ghouls and Ghosts, and oh no, the Ghouls and Ghosts was was that originally the NES. Uh, I I think it was. Well, maybe then. you could do medieval. Maybe which yeah. Which had a which had a skeleton knight who was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and maybe Chuck Rock as well. The the uh, the caveman that that throws rocks at people that was quite fun. So yeah. There's, there's a few like uh, like platforming people that can come in. Obviously, no Aladdin or a Lion King, but yeah, <laughs> Still, Aladdin. That's such a fucking great game. I'd love to get Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't we all? Um, can I add uh, one last person who is in the sort of similar vein as? Um, sorry, I know I'm kind of jumping ahead here, no, but go for it, yeah. um, someone in the similar vein as Solid Snake. Um, was uh, if you guys, as I said, I'm quite a big Command & Conquer fan. Command & Conquer Red Alert mm-hmm. featured a brilliantly sassy and a tough-as-nails commando. Yeah. Tanya yeah. was fucking brilliant before she started being played by Jenny McCarthy and fucking ridiculous people in, in the future games. But yeah, it, she was really tough-as-nails, uh, down-to-earth, gritty in the original Red Alert. Or you could quite easily have the commando from the first Command & Conquer Come get some, you know, over here, you know, toop, toop, you know, getting, yeah. So either one of them, shove yep. them in. Why not? Let's get more commandos. Yep. Um, the muscly guy from Altered Beast, probably he's got to be in there somewhere as well. Oh, you fucking love Altered Beast, <laughs> I don't do, you? yeah. The muscly guy with the head that is like <laughs> eight sizes too small for tiny, his body. The tiny, tiny head, yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, I yeah. mean, it would be good to have Time Crisis. Just a moment of Time Crisis. The guys, oh. the agents in Time Crisis. Yeah. Yes. Be cool. That would be very nice. That would be cool. And Let's also, get them involved. Uh, as to as your getaway, because you've got to drive away uh, as you set off the. Obviously, because it's there's a timing mission bit um, to as to make the portal. Colin McRae rally. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the nineties? <laughs> That's good. Was Colin McRae in the nineties? Yeah. Oh really? Okay then. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The first game was nineties. Yeah. Eight or something. Yeah, definitely something along those lines. Um, and a bit where you're getting a crazy taxi, maybe, as well. <laughs> or was that... That might have been later than that, to be fair. I think that was later than that. Ignore me. Any more for any more, or are we done? I think we're done. I think we're done. I think it's a pretty mm. successful team, anyway. I think, I think that's a really... Sad, I mean, it's going to be one of the most convoluted, ridiculous video games you've ever played in your life. Mm. Almost like a precursor to the Super Smash Brothers games, where you just inexplicably sort of... Almost like, you know, sort of... <laughs> slam from game type to game type to point and click adventure game to side scrolling beat em up to kind of 
timed underwater levels. It's gonna basically it's gonna have everything that was good about the nineties in terms of video games and everything that was fucking terrible. Uh, so it's a perfect nineties video game. Uh, regular listener Pete has said Mad Professor Moriarty as well. Mad Professor Moriarty. Now yeah. that is a an acorn. It is like, isn't it? almost Archimedes. I mean, we had an acorn Archimedes. Mad Professor Moriarty was one of my favourites. Good shout. Yeah, definitely. And maybe Zool then if we're doing that in cool spot. A guy who if <laughs> the, the character if you left Mad Professor Moriarty if you left the screen for long enough mm. would turn. Boom, 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 and knock on the computer screen. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's very, very cool. But yeah, I think that's it. All right. Yeah. So if you want to hit us up, contact us on any of the social medias. It's uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's all at CMTOH. Not Pinterest. Not Pinterest. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> also, you know I'm going to set up as a Pinterest. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week, but it'll be the news and then something else. I think we might do E3 next week. Cool, I love E3 previews. Because yeah. I just sit there going, I don't know what that is, I don't know what that is, also, I don't care about that. Also, it's two easy weeks, in it? Because we've got E3 previews and then E3 review as Yay. well. Yay! Um, so yeah, I think that'll be next week. Uh, if you've got any questions, if you think uh, we've got anything wrong here, or if you've got any more suggestions, just hit us up on any of the social medias we've already mentioned. Back next week, Tom? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, do you want to round us up? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've been listening to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. As ever, your hosts were Tom, Dan, and Duncan. Russ could not be with us because he's trying to push something out of his anus. <laughs> Goodbye. It's my first day. <laughs> all I wanted was to come to work on my first day, but it's all gone wrong. There's nobody here. It's just me on my own. Hello? It's my first day. Has anyone found a key? I need a key. The walls are closing in. Hello? Hello? I'd like to borrow some money to make a call. It's my first day. Is there anyone here? I don't, there's no one answering my questions. Hello? I'm Leon. It's my first day. <laughs> <laughs>